Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Oh, welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, and also iHeartRadio and TuneIn. I'm your host, Nick Gieber, in for Chelsea Messenger. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. Happy November 12th, everybody. I want to wish all my Malaysian friends a happy birthday of the Sultan of Kazantan Day. I don't know about you guys, but I'm really, really jazzed and wired up for the uh, birthday of uh, Sultan Kazantan Day. Uh, and if you're here in the United States, of course, I want to wish everybody a happy, an, uh, a happy official happy hour day, because that's what today is. It's the official happy hour day. So go have a drink. You might need one. I've had a few. It's about how I get through this show. Just kidding. We've got a lot to get to today. And we're going to kick it all off with some basketball. Now, we used to call him Bandwagon. Now he's just the handicapper, formerly known as Bandwagon. We'll get him a sign. Tony Brown joining me here in studio to talk a little NBA. Clippers at Rockets, Raptors at Blazers, and Villanova at Ohio State. And then El Tigre himself has escaped. We managed to corral him, though. Tony El Tigre Tellez joins us on the guest line so some college football. Fresno at San Diego State, Michigan at uh, Michigan State at Michigan, and Wake Forest at Clemson. And then we will end it all with the grand finale. Deshaun Higgs will join us for some NFL Steelers at Browns, Saints at Bucks, Falcons at Panthers. Those are the games we're going to talk about today. If there's a game you're looking for that's not on that list, though, never fear. You can go to our website, picksandparlays.net, where we have more free picks than you're going to know what to do with. And when you're ready to kick it up a notch, our expert picks are there for you to enjoy and utilize in your safe and, I might add, responsible sports betting. All right, this is how the show works. We'd love to hear from you. Find us on our social media platforms, whether that's YouTube, whether that's Twitter, and again, it's at Parlay Radio. Or you can hashtag us, hashtag Parley Radio. We'll see your comment. We'll put it up on the screen. I will endeavor to answer it, provided, of course, that it's just not too rude, some rude being okay at this point. All right, once again, I'm Nick Gieber. Find me Twitter, at Nick Gieber. I'm going to take a break. We're going to kick this show off with a bang with the handicapper, well, formerly known as Bandwagon, Tony Brown, joining me right here in just three minutes. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. I'm Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. <clears throat> I've been threatening it. I've been promising it. And now it is time for some basketball action. I'm joined by our very own resident and expert basketball handicapper, Tony Brown. Tony, welcome to the show. Thanks for having I want me to wish again. You, I want to personally wish you a happy birthday of the Sultan of Kazantan Day. How are you planning on celebrating? By going out for National Happy Hour Day, Okay, I think those two <laughs> holidays could right. well work together here, don't you think? That's why they are on the same day, right? I think so. I think in Malaysia, but yeah, they don't drink alcohol there, do they? I'm not sure. I've they never been. You. I don't know. Right. Whatever. We'll get to that another time. <laughs> all right. Sounds kind of interesting. But anyway. All right, all right uh, Tony. Let's kick it all off. Raptors at Blazers. The Raptors 7-3, and 6-4 and four against the spread. Uh, their 88-98 loss on Monday to the Clippers ended a three-game winning streak for them. Kyle, Kyle Lowry, Serge Ibaka, and my fellow Englishman, by the way, fellow Englishman, OG and Unubi, are all unlikely to play, injuries being the problem there. For Portland, 4-6, they're 5-4-1 against the spread. 
Uh, they actually uh, playing tonight, I think, tonight, right? Yeah, they, the they have a game tonight. They're playing Sacramento Sac tonight. Yeah. Uh, the last game was a 124-113 win over Atlanta. They snapped a nasty four-game losing streak. They just snapped it right, right. there. Uh, they're 1-4 against the spread in the last five. What do you have on this one? Uh, I like Portland. This line opened up at five, but it's dropped all the way down to three because they're playing tonight. So both of these teams will be a little bit tired. Portland will be playing the second night of a back-to-back, -back, but Toronto will be playing their fourth game in five nights. Uh, they'll be playing their fourth road game in a row. And the reason they lost last night to the Clippers, they only put up 10 points in the fourth quarter. It's a career low for the franchise, 10 points, and they're just exhausted flat out. So... I think this game may be close for a little while with Portland coming off this back-to-back, -back, but then Portland blows them away in the second half, and they win this one easy. So you've just seen this game in your head. Yeah, it's you just... played this over, or was it on? Uh, was it on uh, NBA uh, 2019? No, I played it over in my head. Not on NBA. No, I don't play sure? video, no video games. No, no come on, come on. Okay, you caught me. I played it on uh, 2K19. Uh, <laughs> I knew you did. All right, got gotcha. you. Came out. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, by the way. Uh, he did not like the uh, nickname of Bandwagon, which no. was given to him. And it's neither did our in viewers and listeners who were complaining. So I'm gonna, I have an idea for a nickname, new nickname for him. But I'm going to put it out there for you. What should we call this man? Tony Brown. It just doesn't work. We right. have to give... Everyone has a nickname except for me, of course. I was just about to say, what's no, your No, no, I'm the host. I don't have a nickname. <laughs> and so we need to know. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, let us know. Find us. Put it up on our... YouTube, or even better, our Twitter page. Be nice. Parley, Parley Picks. Parleys is our Twitter handle, so find us there. What should we call Tony Brown? I have an idea, Tony. And if we don't hear from anyone by the end of the show, my one is going to stick. Well, I mean, Bandwagon was your last idea, so I don't this know. Come on, guys. Better than Bandwagon. Come on, come okay. On. All right, let's get to it. Next one, Clippers at Rockets. Um, Clippers, 7-3. Seven to three against the spread. How about that? They had a good win on Sunday, beating the Raptors ninety-eight to eighty-eight. Uh, they're five and zero oh against the spread in the last five games. The Rockets seven and three, three and seven against the spread. Won the last four straight, including Monday's one twenty-two to one sixteen win over the Pelicans. Total has gone under in five of the Rockets' last six games. So what Clippers minus eight was the line on this? No, no, no. Actually, the Rockets will just be a small favorite at home. Okay. Yeah. I think that's what I got off one of those sites. So apparently, it's wrong. Oh yeah, it has to be wrong. No, it Rocket, has to be wrong. Right? Rockets yeah. are they lead the league in scoring. James yep. Harden leads the league in individual scoring. So an individual score, the team lead in scoring. They're they're outstanding. So they're going to be favored at home by a small bit, and uh, I think they deserve it. Uh, my uncle Andre used to always tell me this: sometimes don't overthink stuff. James Harden's the number one player on the number one team. He's the number one scorer on the number one scoring team. You can't win if you don't score. They're at home. And he has the number one beard. Right. I mean, I mean hands, hands, hands down. down in the hands whole, down. in all of sports, not just all, the NBA. I agree. All of sports, all sports yeah. yeah. So you couple all that in, and uh, I think the Rockets picked this one up at home, but it's going to be a great game. They're 3-7 and seven against the spread, and we play yeah. to win money. We don't play just to win, so right, we got to exactly. watch out for that. Well, but I think it's just a small spread. But let's be honest, when you win money, then you really do win. Right. Uh, so it's uh, a win-win right. situation. Villanova at Ohio <laughs> State. Let's turn our attention to some college basketball. 10th-ranked right. Villanova against 16th-ranked Ohio State. This is actually one of the sort of marquee matchups uh, in, uh, in the next round of college basketball. What, what are we in, like, week? We're like match day three for some, two for some people, right. one for some people. This is game two for Villanova, yeah, game, game three game, for Ohio State. Right, exactly. Yeah. Game two for Villanova. Still early. So Villanova opened the campaign with a 97-54 win against Army. Damn you. Okay, Buckeyes 
uh, beat UMass Lowell 75-56 last time out. This should be a good game, though. Both teams have solid playmakers. And Jay Wright and Chris Holtman, they're great coaches. Right. I mean, really good coaches. Um, I actually didn't get a line on this one when I was, uh, when I was uh, doing my research for the show. Uh, what do you have on this one? Uh, this one is Ohio State minus one at home. So basically like a pick em. I mean, you can take the money line yeah. with LSU. I mean, with Villanova, excuse me. And you can get plus 110 on the money line. Or you can just take that one point in case it's a free throw and maybe get a push or something. But I love Villanova in this spot. Um, Ohio State, they're 2-0, but both of the games were on neutral sites. So this is going to be their actual first true home game. So it's a lot of pressure. You know what I mean? When you go into that Big Ten environment and Ohio State. So they're going to have a lot of pressure on them. And uh, they play some just average teams, all right teams. They put up 15 threes in both of the games. So they're just average from beyond the arc. And then you got Villanova coming in there absolutely on fire. They put up 15 threes alone in their solo game. They've only wow. played once. And then I told you when you asked me last week about uh, who I thought would win, I told you college basketball is all about coaching. And Jay Wright may be the next great one. He has two championships in the last four years, so it's like he's due. He wins one every other year, 16, 18. It's the 2020 season. Off I think so. Holidays. Celebrate Sultan's Day and all yeah. that type yeah, yeah, of stuff. Yeah, so, exactly. Sultan of Kazantan you know, Day is a big thing. It's huge, Wright. right. Yeah. So he took the year off last year. He didn't get the chip, and he's going to be right back on track this year. They're top 10. They're ranked better than Ohio State. I think Ohio State's only the favorite because they're at home, and uh, home court advantage won't be enough tonight, Nick. Uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, what we were talking about, some early bets for college basketball. We had this discussion. Right. Uh, I mean... As you're looking at how this field unfolds, I mean, because college basketball is all about the upset, right? Period. Uh, it's a period. That, period. That's why That's why it's such a fun sport to bet. Well, the day-to-day -day betting, though. But see, yeah. when you get down to it, these big programs have been consistent in the, yeah. you know, going to the Final Fours and 16s. You might have an upset once or twice in the early rounds, but you get your Dukes, your Kansas, your Carolinas. You know what I mean? It's been pretty much right. standard. By the way, I'd like to point out, if you're watching this show on YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook, other than just listening to it on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, you might notice that uh, Tony and I are wearing the exact same gear. Now, this isn't because <clears throat> we coordinated this before the show. No, you didn't even call me this time. Generally, you know, we call early right. and we talk about, you know, where you're getting your hair done and your nails and, you know, All the our stuff. stuff. Right. But actually, this was purely by accident. Uh, because we love the free swag from Picks and Polly's. Let's be Pretty honest. Much. Yeah, I just, mean, let's let's be honest. I get it free from the, the company. Why not wear it? I mean, my wardrobe just has nothing but Picks and Polly stuff Period. in it at this point. Yeah, yeah. I don't shop for clothes anymore. And I will ask El Huapo when he comes to town next time. You know, I need some more. Take care I, of us both. Because I don't like to wash them either. Right. Me? I just like to put on something brand new. You're every giving time. away all our secrets, man. I know. Come I can't. I, I I can't help it. All right. Any other basketball games coming up that are worthy of discussion? Uh, not really, unless it's the Lakers. You know what I mean? You know, I'm a big Laker fan. Yeah, so me I too. Just, me too. You I just think both. that. Uh, the Lakers are ridiculous, man. They beat all the teams they're supposed to beat. Anthony Davis and LeBron, they look great. And then they get the Raptors with no calorie, no Ibaka. Everybody's out. And then they just blow it. You know what I mean? And You know, like, my, after <sighs> watching basketball for, for many years, um, you know, it, it, it can be a very streaky sport. Right. And, uh, you know, one loss here or there is fine. They play so many games. Right. It's, you know, face, it's yeah, not the quite NBA as bad as schedule baseball. is brutal, man. It's brutal. Three and four games and five nights, it's back to back. It's not if they have one sort of surprise loss to the Raptors. It's if, right. they, if, if that sort of morphs into a three or a four game losing streak. And that's why I say we got to watch yeah, it. Yeah, that's when you got to watch it. All right. Uh, that's about going to wrap up this basketball segment. 
We hope you have enjoyed it. Listen, Tony Brown, he knows a thing or two about basketball. Yes. If you want to find his picks, there is one place for you to go and one place only. Go to picksandparlays.net and they're all there for you. Tony has a load of free picks and his expert picks are also there for you all when you are ready to kick it up a notch and really get serious. Look, the free picks are great too. You can get serious with the free picks. But you know what? Betting on sports is all about having information and uh, we have it all for you at picksandparlays.net. And I think our 449 college basketball special is still going on. Head over to the website, picksandparlays.net. Yeah, it's still up there right now. It is. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. I'll be back. Coming back with LT Gray. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the show. Picks and Parlays. Here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Streaming live also. Live video as well on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. And live audio on iHeartRadio. And tune in. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. I'm in for Chelsea Messenger, who had who was so rude as to decide to have a baby. I mean, okay, so we gave her the time off. She's on maternity leave. We look forward to when she comes back. In the meantime, promised you some uh, college football with uh, the man, the myth, the legend, L.T. Gray himself, who has escaped from his cage. Uh, Tony, welcome to the show. Hey, Nick. Glad to be here. Looking forward to uh, college football. We're right into the meat of the schedule now in, in uh, November here. Uh, three weeks left in the regular season, and these games now getting really big. Yeah, they are indeed. Uh, well, we've uh, personally curated three of the finest college football spectaculars for our listeners and viewers. Uh, shall we start with Fresno State at uh, San, Diego, San Diego State? But before we do, I have to ask you, first of all, wish you happy birthday of the Sultan of Kazantan Day, Tony, and ask you how you're, how you're going to be celebrating today. Well, maybe I'll go look for some Asian cuisine after the show for some uh, happy hour food. Uh, maybe that's all I'll do today. Just kind of merge it all together. Good for you. All right. Uh, let's go, shall we then? Fresno State at San Diego State. It is Fresno State, 4-5, and 3-5-1 and against the spread. Despite dropping the last game, 35-37, uh, Fresno actually has a decent offense, scoring about 35, 34 points a game thereabouts. San Diego State, 7-2, and 5-4 and four against the spread. 4-1 in the last five, though. Still, the last game was a 17-13 loss. Uh, it was a low-scoring game. They lost to Nevada. I actually watched that game. Uh, the over is 5-0, and the Bulldogs lost five overall. I have San Diego minus one and a half and the total at 44 and a half. What do you have, Tony? Well, here the total here is uh, 42 and a half is the current total Ooh. in this game. And, you know, Nick, uh, I have to look. I, I know it's uh, the totals come down because you look at San Diego State's offense, but I've got to go over a total of 42 and a half in this one. Uh, we know, you know, Fresno State is an inexperienced team. Uh, they've shown improvement offensively, but the defense has not been sharp at all. You look at their past three games, they've given up 526 yards, 174 of that rushing for five yards to carry. Uh, you know, that poor run defense has opened up plays against their defense in the passing game. And uh, But, you know, on the other flip side here, Fresno State has shown the ability to move the football 407 yards. Uh, they're running the ball for six yards to carry, and they can throw the football behind Jorge Reina coming off a big game against Utah State. 263 yards of passing. But, you know, we've talked, we know the Aztecs have had issues against uh, moving the football offensively, but they've been able to score points on the poor defensive teams on their schedule like San Jose State and New Mexico State, where they had success running the football. And we saw 270 yards rushing against the Spartans. That was over five yards to carry. They ran for 291 yards on the Aggies, over six yards to carry, Nick. So I like this game to go over total. 
So you like the over on this game. And, and, and you said the points are now 42 and a half. So they've come down, uh, down a couple of points, right? Yeah, it come down a couple of points because they've seen how San Diego State's offense has just been really poor. You saw that game against Nevada. Nevada mm-hmm. not really getting a lot of respect from betters yeah. this year. But, uh, you know, when you face a soft defense, uh, I think they'll be able to run the football here against Fresno State and things can open up. Because Fresno State, you know, they're one way. They just play offense. They're not a strong defense. And then things can open up in this game. Yeah, the Aztecs only getting about 20, point, 20 21 points a game. So uh, it's certainly not going to be a scoring extravaganza, is it? No, not at all, but you can see it in the total. You can see the early money coming under. But, uh, you know, again, you got to look at the, at, at the Fresno's defense here. And, of course, San Jose State is under Rocky Long a running-type team, and they should have success here uh, running against this uh, uh, Bulldogs team who uh, really has not uh, been very good here at all. You know, giving up over 500 yards against a Mountain West schedule in their past three games is not, it's not, it's not very good. And, uh, of course, uh, their offense is moving the football, though. All right, let's uh, move along, shall we? Let's do uh, Michigan at Michigan State. Michigan four, uh, four and five, two and seven against the spread. Uh, Michigan, uh, that was Michigan State. Excuse me, Michigan. It's just all a mouthful, isn't it? I mean, uh, uh, Michigan are seven and two, five and four against the spread uh, for Michigan State. They uh, lost last week at home uh, to Illinois, even as a two-touchdown favorite. So that was a massive upset, I would say. Uh, they made lots of stupid mistakes in that loss and really kind of showing some mental fragility on this team. Um, in the last four weeks, I, this is an incredible statistic, by the way, they turned the ball over 13 times. And, you know, Tony, we're going to get to the uh, Michigan side of the equation here, but, you know, I want to talk about coaching when I'm done with this because that is a coaching issue. All right, let's talk about Michigan. Uh, they're coming off bye week. They've gone five and one since their loss at Wisconsin. I'll see if there's any decent stats here I have for our listeners uh, and viewers. Yeah, Michigan State is zero zero and five against the spread in the last five, and Michigan is uh, three and eight straight up and one and ten against the spread in its last eleven games versus Michigan State. But look, Tony, for me, a coach. It's not just the X's and O's. And look, football is, football is a coach's game. The coach that has the best strategy and the team that executes that strategy as close to perfection as possible is likely going to win the game. Uh, when you have a team that makes that type of mental mistakes, that turns the ball over 13 times, I mean, there is an issue with that team, and that has to come down to coaching. Don't you agree? Well, it is coaching. And I think the problem with Michigan State is the fact that you know, their quarterback, senior quarterback, Brian Lewerke, just is not an accurate passer. His numbers, you would think he would improve over his years at, at the program. But, you know, you're completing just over 50% of your passes. I mean, those are freshman-like numbers. You, you, you're a senior now. You should be a little bit more accurate. But to his defense, Michigan State has not developed a running game for him. I mean, they have not run the ball very well in the past uh, four seasons there at Michigan but, State. I think but, Tony, that's again, coaching. Taylor. That's coaching. Oh, yeah. that's, that's exactly what I'm getting at. I mean, you know, that's coaching. If, if your A game doesn't work, yet, if, if, if A strategy doesn't work, you need a B strategy. And you need to have the, the players and the team and the coaching and the practice so that you can execute B strategy as well as A. And, and that's clearly not happening. Yeah, that's not clapping. And, of course, there was some talk this week with D'Antonio, the uh, head coach for Michigan State. He's had a very successful career, but the last few seasons have not been. The AD had to step up and say, you know, his job is not in danger. But, you know, one thing about the good coaches, I I will say D'Antonio is a good coach, but he slipped up the last couple of seasons. They put more pressure on themselves 
So if he feels he's not living up to his standards, he's the type of guy that'll just walk away from the program and won't listen to any of the noise. But uh, yeah, I, th I think uh, he's got to be concerned here about about his, like you said, about his coaching style because it's really not working. He's a good defensive coach, but offensively, it's been really poor for this Spartans team. Yeah, so uh, the Spartans have lost all of those games which they've turned over the ball, uh, an average of 21 and a half points. Yeah, look, I, I know D'Antonio is a, you know, is a coach that people like and, and talk about, and he's certainly got a good track record. But, you know, I, I don't like to see it when he, when he starts saying, oh, you can't turn the ball over, and then you can't give up big plays. Well, you're the coach. All right, enough. I'll get off my I'll get off my bandwagon. By the way, what nickname should we call Tony Brown? Money, or I know money, because he. If you look at the top of the leaderboards, I mean, in baseball, he does a great job. He does a great job on on, on the ice. Uh, he's a really well-rounded, really good handicapper. I would just call him Money. But isn't that Mayweather's uh, nickname? I mean, you know, that is true. I, that is true. I'm just, throwing some, I'm just something we can something we can you know a, a good starting point there. I know. You know. How about we keep with the theme and we make him. Tony Dinero Brown. How about that? Well, we'll see, we'll see how he thinks. Otherwise, about TB. This is you know, tuberculosis. That's not a great nickname, but it could stick. No, that's a tough okay. one, especially if probably the not. Three students, uh, that's not a that's not a good one. Hey, uh, Robbie, did we get any any suggestions in? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Okay, if you have a suggestion for a nickname for Tony Brown, we want to hear it. By the way, uh, let us know. Hashtag Parley Radio. Send it to our Twitter account. Uh, it's at, uh, I believe it's uh, Picks Parleys is our Twitter account. Uh, all right. Uh, let's get on to the last game, shall we? Uh, and I'll be completely well, up we front. Haven't talk, we, haven't got, we haven't got to this game oh, yet. Oh, no, Let we didn't finish this one. On this one. Yes. No, I, we, just, we were just kind of talking about coaching. So I'm, I'm digressing, yes, but I do that so well. Yeah. Okay, let's go. So what do we have on this one? We're going to go under total here of 44. And the teams that played the under in their past two meetings coming up with no greater than 28 points combined. And this is one of those areas here where, you know, Michigan likes to run the football. And one thing Michigan State does is defend the run. So, again, I'm not a big fan of Shea Patterson, the Michigan quarterback. You know, if the run game's not going, I think it'd be a big struggle for him. So I think this is going to be one of those defensive grinders where Michigan State has the perfect opponent who's pretty much one-dimensional that likes to run the football. They mm. can stop the run. I look at this game of going under a total here of 44. Right. So, yeah, low-scoring game. So, I mean, relatively speaking. Uh, okay, I like that. Under 44 on this one. Uh, let's move on to our last one. Wake Forest at Clemson. Uh, I'll be completely honest with you. My notes are sitting over there. And so it's not going to do me much help because I don't have that incredible telescopic vision. Uh, so, Tony, take us away on this one. All right, yeah, Clemson's a huge favorite in this game. But I'm going to stay away from the, from the point spread. I don't like to, to lay over in the 30 range. But I'm going to go over the total here of 59. The Tigers, their offense is in gear right now, scoring 55 points or greater in their past three games. You know, they did put up 55 on uh, Chelsea's NC State team, 59 on BC. Then prior to that, it was 45 on Louisville and, and Florida State. Against the ACC, Clemson really moving the football 557 yards. You know, over their past three, they've been balanced with that attack. 301 yards rushing, 7.1 yards a carry on the ground. So that's going to overplay big downfield. But, you know, Wake Forest, they've not been a really strong defensive team on the road, allowing... 441 yards, 182 on the ground, but they do have a, a decent passing game. Their quarterback, Jamie Newman, is completing 64% of his passes, 22 touchdowns, seven picks. Though he'll be without his leading receiver, there is enough depth here in that position for the Demon Deacons to have some success, and that's all you need because you know 
Clemson's going to do all the heavy lifting here. All you need is a couple of touchdowns here from Wake Forest to push one, uh, this one over. And Newman, well, he has two touchdown passes greater in five straight, seven of his eight uh, games this season. So, uh, look, Clemson's going to score big. The Demon Deacons will get a couple of points here to generate, uh, generate this one uh, to go over the total. So I like yeah. it over here, Nick. So you like the over on this one. Yeah, that, that's, uh, uh, that's good thinking there, Tony. I'm with you on that one, T. T Gray. The over it is. All right. Uh, Tony Tellers, you can find... You can find him at picksandparlays.net. You can also find all of his free picks there. And again, his expert picks are there for you when you're ready, which should be sooner rather than later if you really want to make some money betting on sports. Picksandparlays.net. Find Tony there. All right, I'm going to take a break. I'll be back. NFL with Deshaun Higgs. Well, thanks for staying with us and welcome back to Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nick Gieber, in for Chelsea Messenger. My Twitter handle is at Nick Gieber. That's uh, that weird at sign thing and then N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. By the way, just a reminder, we're with you each and every weekday from 4 p.m. on the right coast to 1 p.m. on the left coast. Make sure you make us a regular part of your week. All right, we've done some basketball, some college basketball, some college football. We have avoided, like the plague so far, the National Football League, but never fear. Uh, speaking of cappers, we are very pleased to welcome back to the show regular contributor, uh, Mr. Deshaun Higgs, to talk about some NFL. Before we get started, Sean, a couple of things, a couple of points of business. I would be remiss if I did not wish you a very happy birthday of the Sultan of Kazantan Day, because of course it is November 12th. I know we all look forward to this day with a great deal of anticipation. So happy birthday of Sultan Kazantan Day to you. And uh, second of all, we do currently have a name of the Kappa contest going on. Tony Brown needs a nickname. He didn't like the one I gave him. Oh, here we go. Square 707 suggests Mr. Kappa. It's not a bad one. I know Tony T, LT Great, thought he should be money, but then Floyd Mayweather has that, so I'm suggesting dinero. Deshaun, what say you? Oh, there we go. Captain Hook. I like that one. Deshaun, what say you? Let's let's go back to our little melee holiday here. The birthday of the Sultan of who? Kazantan. It's a very famous. That, a, that's how you, that's how you pr- pronounce it? Because it, it's like if you say it phonetically, it's like Kellington. I, I don't Wait, know. It's, All I know is that you know I'm usually so drunk because it's the a big day. It's, the Sultan, it, uh, you know, it's, day. it's a big day today. It's yeah, uh, it's it Youth is. National Day in East Timor. You know yeah. the big water festivals going on in Cambodia. Oh, forget the Timorian Water Festival. Yes, yes. yes. I mean, Raza Purnima in India. It's humongous. And it is got, indeed. I'm so glad that you, like me, uh, look forward to celebrating listen, November the twelfth. Pardon, I am going to probably chop up these names. Because I'm not from Nepal, but uh, Guru Nanak's birthday is today, oh, and we yeah, have the, the Guru. Il, yes, yes, and Il Il full full moon Poya in Sri Lanka today. Yeah, that's what. Holiday. Honestly, for the nothing better than a romantic date on Il full moon Yoya Day in Sri Lanka. No, we, we got to throw out some uh, Sri uh, Sri Lankan cricket picks later on after the. Well, you know, we can do that. Show. Should we do some <laughs> NFL picks? I still didn't get Tony Brown's nickname from me, but that's okay. Tony, uh, let's. <laughs> T- I, you can't have TB out there. That's just terrible. That's well, like, tuberculosis, it's, uh, I thought, would be decent. Yes, that's a, he didn't like that, that's apparently, no, and, and I don't know why. I, you know, Tony De Niro, I think that's somebody's – somebody's got that name, I think, already. Isn't that the guy that breaks your kneecaps if you don't pay him back on time? That's Andy. Andy De Niro. A cap daddy, Allie Burns. There you <laughs> cap go. Cap daddy. 
Cap Daddy. All right. Yeah. I kind of like Cap Daddy. That's, Cap that's Daddy's funny. not too bad. Yeah, Cap Daddy. All right. <laughs> or how about Dosh? Because that's an English slang term for money. Kind of like that one, too. All right, let's get to Dosh. it, shall we? I know everyone's waiting for NFL. They're like, when are these guys going <laughs> to shut up and give me the pick? So let's do it. Uh, Steelers at Browns. Steelers 5-4, five 5-3-1 five, five, three and one against the spread. The Browns 3-6, and 2-6-1 against the spread. The Steelers coming off a home win against the Raiders, 17-2. The Browns, they also won a last outing, beating the Bills 19-16 on the back of a strong Baker Mayfield performance. And have you ever seen, I mean, I, I always wanted to see Curtis Mayfield perform. Baker Mayfield, okay. Um, the Browns are minus three, totals 41 and a half. How do you see this one? You got the uh, Curtis Mayfield little gangster white wall, right? Was that diamonds <laughs> in the back? That's it. That's a good seven. That's a good seventies tune. It that's is exactly. All right, listen. Classic. And uh, speaking of classics, how about those Brown pathetics? Yeah, how how are these guys favored? I mean, I had the Bills and I got beat because I had them early in the week. I got two and a half. It hurt me there. Uh, supposed to land down three. This team is an absolute joke, man. Freddie Kitchens is—he's got to go. I, if I could get three with Pittsburgh here, I'm taking the points. Well, I mean, five and four Tomlin, and I've knocked Tomlin before. But what a great job this guy's done. I mean, let's just think about between Bell and Brown, all the the headache that we've seen from these guys already. What a great job he did keeping everything under control and winning playoff games and a Super Bowl with a big Ben. So I'm like a Pittsburgh here, just. Better organization all across the board. I know it's a short week. Uh, I'm. I, I just. How do you? I can't lay any kind of points with the Browns. Not at all. Not at all. Not a fan. Although I do think they're going to score here. I think you know the total looks a little forty. I think we're going to see some points because you got some sloppiness from Cleveland. You know the offensive line's bad, uh, but they can run the ball. They got a de- halfway decent defense. But I'm, I like the points. Uh, excuse me, the points to go over the forty. That'd be my top play here on Thursday night. But I'm also leaning. Steelers, if I can get a three, I'll gladly hop on a full field goal. Two and a half. At that point, you know, let's just go money line and think Steelers will win it. But the over here, I like the most. What is the money line on this one? Uh, if it's two and a half, three, you're probably going to get about 115, 120 back, I'd, I'd assume, you know. That's you get about 120 on a, a three, right. you know. Depend, you know, a lot, you know, these New Jersey lines, I see like you get plus 105, but I see 130 in other sites. So, yeah. you know, you got to shop around. Hey, you know, a lot of new new books in, in the biz and they really kind of stick it to you if you're trying to get money line some of these spreads are especially for baseball this year where yeah instead of you're laying 240 instead of getting 220 back you're getting like 160 like you know i'm not gonna shop here for that so always shop around for the price I wonder especially if anyone now when the 19 states would... got sports betting shop yeah. around shop 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 i wonder There's if when the national 12 games under 500 if anyone put in a uh, prop bet for them to win the world series and if at that point and if they did i wonder what they were getting for it I wonder if it was like the 5,000 to one long shot Leicester City to win the Premier League. Then they went on to win it. Well, I, you know, I, I saw, I think somebody put them in when they were down in May, like whatever they were, 10 games under. I mean, I took them in September right before the playoffs at 7 to 1 to win the NL. So that was nice. You know, I just do 100 bucks on I was down there, whatever. But, uh, Good, listen, I'll tap shop you around, for people. A small loan right after the show. You got it, buddy. Anything for you. I'll give you, I'll give you a shirt. I got, I got some Pixar Parlay shirts, too. So yeah, you do as well. Yes. Cash so, in a... It's all our wardrobes. All right, let's do it. Next one, Saints <laughs> at Bucks. The Saints, 7-2, and 6-3 against the spread. The Bucks, 3-6, and 2-7 and seven against the spread. The Saints, well, they need to get them back on track after that uh, shocking and, quite frankly, very disturbing loss to the Falcons. I think it, 
you know, in the current form that the Falcons have been in this season, if you lose to them, they probably have to put on therapy uh, for the Saints players to cope with that because I think it's probably one of those psychologically defining moments for them. The Bucks coming off a 37-27 win uh, to the Cardinals, uh, which ended in a four-game losing streak. And by the way, last week was the seventh straight Bucks game that they scored at least 50 points. So I'm smelling over here. How about you, Deshaun? Well, listen, Tampa Bay is there with the R and the Saints. Uh, I'll be honest. I mean, I had the Falcons last week because I thought that line was just way too many to give to uh, Matt Ryan. Matty Ice is pretty good at playing in, in New Orleans. So that's not a shocking they put up points. The shocking was that Saints couldn't score anything off, off a bye week. So I'm looking here in New Orleans, five and a half, six, whatever the case would be. I'm going to be jumping on New Orleans here. I mean, I got the better coach. I got him off a loss. I got him looking yeah. for answers. I mean, this is just one of those games where, all right, the Niners lost. So you got to kind of keep pace now. Now you're looking at other teams to say, all right, I want my home field. You know, the Cowboys and Vikings are, 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 have been losing. They got some loss under the belt. So you're battling basically the Niners. So, and even Seattle too here with, with their record at eight and two. So, this is the game they have to win. If they're thinking about bye weeks and stuff like this coming ahead, you got to take care of a division opponent, one who's actually played you pretty tough over the years. But I can't trust Winston here. Not in a, not in a hundred uh, situation where Saints are going to be hungry, and the Saints defense has been actually pretty good all year long. It hasn't been a bad defense. So I mean, giving up twenty at home, twenty-seven whatever it was to the Falcons, which the shocking part is the Falcons didn't fire the head coach during a. You know, the break. That, yeah. That's shocking and all. But it's not, that's not a really terrible loss. You know, you get hiccups. and you know, People don't go undefeated. We see yeah, this. You're right, what, right. 72 well, Dolphins. That's what it's, I was going to – that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, unless, you're, unless it, you're Liverpool Football Club uh, undefeated in 50 games in the Premier League, by the way. I want to point that out. Uh, yeah, generally teams don't go undefeated. I mean, we saw uh, the Patriots, what, uh, two, two game days ago, two, two match day, match weeks ago, getting lo- losing. And then, of course, Matt, you like that. I'm trying to make it international here for everybody. And then, of course, uh, you know, we had the 49ers getting beat. Um, it's going to happen. The, the, I mean, at some the point, thing, I mean, the whole happens. sky is falling. The sky is falling comes from the fact that the Saints are off a bye week and you get a poor performance yeah. like that. Then you're like, oh, my God, what's happening here? Uh, the Breeze shouldn't have come back. Why are we so bad? Listen, it's a loss. Move on. Go to the road. Beat Tampa by 10. This game, you know, 30 to 24, whatever the score is going to be, you know, take care of business and that's that. So that's what I think they're going to do. I think they're going to go on the road. They're going to win. Tampa's going to do something stupid, turn the ball over, because that's what Winston does, whether it be a fumble or he's going to throw a pick, costly pick down the road. Whatever. New Orleans minus the points. Over. Yeah. You got to look at the over because Tampa's just in wild shootouts all the time. So, yeah, so especially Bruce, in the second half. The second so half is take off in these Tampa games. He's what, three and six and is taking over? I mean, what's your thoughts? Is he, is he going to stick it out for much longer? Or, I mean, they're going to stay with him uh, for, know, a, for a while? They're going to give him the time he needs? I Listen, NFL, we got to win today. And I don't yeah. get the whole, we just regurgitate guys who've. You know, guys in Arizona, let's just bring him back. Let's just bring back this guy. You know, it, if you could take a shot, take a shot on a, a, a coordinator. Go dig somebody out of college. Just be like, whatever. If we're going to stink, why are we going to stink with a guy who's been coaching for 30 years? Let's bring some new blood in. And, and, and like an take outside the box for flag once. football coach and put him into really? the just NFL forget, and see what happens. It'd be kind of like one of those well, the, blind well, betting things. 
Well, you know, they did try that when they got the guy from uh, the Bears took the guy from Canada. That didn't work out too well when they brought in that. Who's that? Nagy or whoever? I don't even remember what it was, but he was supposed to be the new thing. But, but I don't know. I, I just don't see how you just keep bringing in guys who, just because you can coach for 20 years. I mean, listen, let's look at Denver. I mean, I, I like that hiring a defensive guy, but come on, the offensive side of the ball is passing by for the last 30. Can't, this isn't ground and pound football anymore. Right. You get close to a wide receiver. Here comes the here comes the pass interference flags. You can challenge it. That's fine. We're never going to overturn one, but go ahead and challenge it. So it's offense. Get any of these, you know, like the guy in Arizona, Cliff Kingler, and people are like, how do you hire this guy? He's putting points up on the board every week. You know, I mean, that's what people want to see. Yeah. That's what your fan base wants to see. Even if they're losing, at least they're excited. Like, ah, oh, we were right oh, in on. it. We were there. Your fan base wants to see the W. Yeah, and exactly. Mean, but when your team like Arizona has been suffering, if your team's losing, at least you could say, you know what? We got an offense that's rolling along a little bit. We're putting points on the board. That's we just poor. need a little help on defense. Everybody that, needs a defense. Yeah, that's poor consolation for the pathetic, to be honest with you. Because, you know, uh, if you're supporting a team that is really that bad that they lose all the time, okay, hearing me, Newcastle yeah, supporters. But, uh, do, do you, and uh, if your team loses all the time, and the best you <laughs> can say is, oh, we played a great game. Yeah, you know, we like to play that title. <laughs> we put points on the board. We gave you an exciting day out at the park. Yeah, but, you you know, it sucks when you're not winning. Not yet. No, absolutely, Nick, but come on. Well, you're going to keep bringing back guys from 90s football. It's not, it's not where the league is right now. They want fast-paced scoring up and down the field. At Maybe least you got a guy who's throwing the ball. Maybe you know, that's we were what the just league is now. To, uh, to Tony Brown, a guy that still needs a nickname, by the way, he was saying that, you know, he was modeling some of his, uh, his uh, NBA performance on NK on uh, NBA 2K19. Oh, here we go. Dave McCauley says he should call him Tony the Sport Book Breaker Brown. How about Breaker Brown? Kind of like that. What do you think? Breaker Brown? Yeah. Book Book, book Breaker. Book Breaker. Book Breaker. Brown, maybe. Book, yeah, breaker. Book, breaker. Book, book, book Breaker. Triple All right. Triple B. Triple B. Triple Triple B. Hey, Deshaun. I think we got there's Triple G in boxing. Now we got Triple B, which is better than tuberculosis, I think, on any stretch of the imagination. All right, Deshaun, thank you so much, as always. Uh, great picks. Did we, did we, we took, yeah. No, we, we got take... one more. Let's, we got to, we got to rattle off one more fast one for Carolina we, and Atlanta. Okay, let's do it. We got, we literally got no time. Falcons or Panthers? That's right. Give me the pick. Falcons. Falcons. We're taking the Falcons and the points. <laughs> All right. All right. We got to go. Having too much fun today. Sorry. Check out the picks, picksandparlays.net. It's right up there for you. Be right back after Later, this. Nick. See ya. All right, welcome back as we wind down this special November 12th birthday of the Sultan of Kazantan Day edition of Picks and Parlays. Had a great show today. Lots of picks. Great fun with our cappers. We had Tony Brown, El Tigre, Tony Tellers, and Deshaun Higgs on. We are still trying to find a nickname, by the way, for Tony Brown. We have some have come in. We'd like to continue to collate these. Find us at Parley Radio, our hashtag, or Parley's Picks Parley's. You can find us there on Twitter. Um, when we come back, if we have a minute, or we won't have a minute, a couple of seconds, I'll read the ones we have so far. But meanwhile, we had lots of picks. Let's recap them for you. Here we go. Here's what we talked about today. Uh, Tony T, L T Gray. Uh, we had Fresno State at San Diego State. Said take the over at 42 and a half. Michigan at Michigan State take the under 44, and Wake Forest at Clemson take over 59. Before Tony, though, we did have uh, Tony Brown, the capper without a nickname as of this moment. 
We had NBA and college basketball picks. Clippers at Rockets take the Rockets on the money line. Raptors at, Raptors at Blazers take Blazers minus three. And Villanova at Ohio State take the money line for Villanova plus 110. And then we capped it all off, to use a little <laughs> handicapping joke. We capped it all off with Deshaun Higgs, his free NFL pick. Steelers at Browns take the Steelers over 40. Saints at Bucks, we said take the Saints minus five and a half. And Falcons at Panthers take the Falcons plus five and a half. Those are our picks. Look, if you want more picks, and if you want to get more from these guys, we have 35 expert handicappers all on our website at picksandparleys.net. Listen, these guys are the best in the biz. They know what you want to know when it comes to sports betting. Just go to picksandparleys.net. We've got a ton of free picks, and we also have our expert picks there for you as well. And our college basketball specials going on, 4.49 right now till the end of the season. And don't forget to tune in Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern. That's 1 p.m. Pacific. That's Monday through Friday, every day of the week, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Do make us, please, a regular part of your week. In the meantime, we'd love to hear from you. We're looking for nicknames for Tony Brown. I think I have a favorite. I'm going to put it out there tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow. We'll put the names out there. In the meantime, have a great night. Enjoy the sports. Bet responsibly. And remember, always bet, win, repeat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.